One Elul, Aleph Elul, Tzadik, His Conversations, 545. Once I had been complaining to the Rebbe about my personal problems, and I said to him bitterly, I'm worn out from crying, my throat is hoarse, my eyes are spent from hoping for my God. Psalms 69.4 The Rebbe raised his hand and said gently, If so, what is there to do? For it is forbidden to question the ways of God, and God is surely righteous. Then he said to me, If King David said, I am worn out from crying, my throat is hoarse, surely he meant it quite literally. He had already cried out so much that he was physically exhausted and his throat was literally hoarse. But you, thank God, still have your strength. 546. On the subject of wars between nations and needless bloodshed, the Rebbe said, Many of the misguided follies which people in previous eras believed in, such as primitive cults like child sacrifice to Moloch, Leviticus 22, and so on, have now disappeared. But so far the pursuit of war, misguided error that it is, has not been abolished. The Rebbe had contempt for the scientists who developed new weapons, saying, What great sages they must be to figure out how to make a wonderful weapon that can kill thousands of people at once. Is there anything more foolish than to kill so many people for nothing? 547 When fires broke out here in Breslov once on a Shabbat, and once on Yom Kippur, the Rebbe wanted us to follow the most lenient rulings as regards rescuing property, and not to adopt the more stringent views at all. Needless to say, the leniencies had to be halakhically acceptable. What he wanted us to avoid were unnecessary stringencies. After Yom Kippur, he raised the subject again, and said that there were many halakhic responsa which gave very lenient rulings in this regard, and he said it was not right to adopt the more stringent views. He said, I have long known that there are some people who will abandon much of their devotions, indeed almost everything, because of one stringency. How much effort people put into acquiring wealth and possessions. They neglect their Torah study, their prayers and devotions, and go out traveling for days on end to make money. Should they abandon everything for the sake of one stringency? and then have to go out a second time and neglect their devotions all over again in order to make up the loss? The Rebbe said that when he himself took money with him on a journey, he was most particular to put it safely away in his inside breast pocket, directly over his heart. He would check to make sure that there were not any tears or holes in the pocket. Even after all these precautions, he would keep on feeling his pocket throughout the journey to see that the money was still there. There were a number of occasions when some of the Rebbe's followers lost sums of money while traveling, and they came to him to complain. But the Rebbe took them to task for this, and told them off for not being careful enough, and not looking after their money properly. Rebbe Nachman's Wisdom, His Wisdom, 261 My foot stands on a sound place. In congregations I will bless God. The foot of faith must stand on a sound foundation. It must be perfect, without impurity. Then, in congregations I will bless God. Havaya. I will then be able to speak out and bless 
with the Tetragrammaton, the ineffable name of God. The blemish of the moon will be filled, and God will be one and his name one. The written and spoken names will be the same, and we will be worthy of blessing with the name Havaya in congregations. My foot stands on a sound place. In congregations I will bless Havaya. As a result, good bounty and blessing are drawn from on high. This is the Hanukkah lamp. Oil is wisdom. It is written, The eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew. Genesis 3.7 Rashi explains that the opening of the eyes is wisdom. Wisdom is in the eyes. When you look through the eyes of wisdom, you are worthy of perceiving your lowliness. You can then attain perfect faith. The Talmud teaches that the measure of oil needed for the Hanukkah lamp is enough to last until feet no longer walk outside. Shabbat 21b. The feet are the feet of faith. You must look carefully with the eye of wisdom until your faith is purified. Then feet no longer walk outside. The feet of faith no longer walk in the place of the outside forces of skepticism. This is the required measure of oil. The wisdom needed to realize your lowliness and to be worthy of perfect the faith. Bet book. Repentance. A. 10. Rabbi Papa fasted for having referred to a Torah scholar in a disrespectful manner. 11. One should never even jokingly say, I am going to commit such and such a sin, because his words have the power to compel him to action. 12. When a person cries at night, his voice is heard, and the stars and constellations cry with him. 13. Punishment by flogging exempts those who would otherwise deserve death by excision. 14. A person should consider his sins to be the cause of the world's suffering. 15. Each article of clothing made for the tzaddik carries its own special power of atonement. 16. Once a man takes a wife, his sins are contained. 17. When a Jew sees or hears about the suffering of a Gentile, he should think of Haran too. Lesson number 34. 1. A person must focus his thoughts to look always at the source of everything, which is the source of all good things and all joys together. Then a person can be very happy indeed, because when he looks at the source of everything, which is entirely good, then all good things and all joys become one, and they shine with a very great light. Lesson number 35. 1. Those who study Torah are best suited to know the future. Lesson number 36. 1. As soon as a book is made, it is given coverings and concealments, and its pure and awesome light is covered over and hidden. The pages of the binding are, in fact, what cover it. Lesson number 37. 1. The main purpose of life is only to serve God and to walk in His ways for the sake of God's name alone, in order to merit to know Him, for this is what God desires. For a person who serves God in order to attain reward in the world to come is said to be filling his belly, since he wishes to fill his own belly, so to speak, with the reward of the world to come. Even though it is certainly much better to serve God even for the reward of the world to come, than to chase after this world, God forbid. And a person who serves God even for the reward of the world to come 
is certainly much wiser than one who struggles all his days for this world, since the former chooses for himself a world that endures. Nevertheless, the real and true purpose of life is only to serve God in order to merit to know Him. For this is what God desires. The thief. The poor man put on the vestments and attached a candle to each turtle. He then stood at the altar and began to scream. Everyone gathered and the archbishop came with them. The archbishop was very frightened since he saw fires and heard a voice crying out, but did not know what it was. The poor man said to the archbishop, I have come for you. I want to bring you into paradise immediately. The archbishop fell on his face. Before I take you to paradise, said the poor man, I must first bring you through purgatory for a short time. Then I will bring you to paradise. First, you must get into my sack. When the archbishop was in the sack, the poor man carried him to the king. The sack was hung up in the palace courtyard, and the king was informed. People came and saw the sack hanging with someone obviously inside it, and they began to throw stones at it. The archbishop was severely wounded, and all his teeth were broken. The archbishop did not know what was happening. Was this purgatory, as he had been told, or was it all a trick? After he had been well beaten, the king gave orders to cut him down. The sack was cut down and opened, and the archbishop left Dustin's letters, year one, letter number 213. With thanks to God, Saturday night, Shemot, beginning of the week, Vaera. 5596, Nemerov. Greetings to my honored beloved son, Rabbi Yitzchak. May his light shine. I received your letter this past Friday night. It is now immediately after Havdalah, and I am sitting down to write you this letter. Maybe I will be able to send it to you with someone traveling to the fair. I do not yet know if I will be able to find one of them to be the carrier. As far as answering your cry... God has already supplied us with the cure, in advance of the illness, with the many holy words I have related to you, both in writing and in person, from our holy, awesome Rebbe of sainted memory. They are all life-giving gems of wisdom that can inspire even me, even the whole world, and even you, in whatever situation we are right now. There is no subject in the world that is not covered in His holy teachings. Thank God you have heard from me very much and understood very much. You have also seen very much in the Rebbe's holy books and in the books in which God has allowed me to generate new ideas based on the Rebbe's holy words. So you should certainly know for yourself how to encourage yourself, even now. For it is a basic principle, which I have talked about many times, that even if I were to say many inspiring words of truth and elaborate on them at great length, every person still has to draw inferences and conclusions from them about how to encourage himself in his present place and time, according to who he is. For even if our mouths were as full as the sea with words of truth, it would still be impossible for a person to explain to his friend or student every single detail of what he needs to cure the pains of his soul and to strengthen and fortify him through every last detail of everything that he goes through in even one day, let alone a week, a month, or a year, and certainly not for his whole life. A person must understand for himself, from the holy words that are spoken, how to receive strength and advice to bring himself to joy amidst the sweep of pain and grief, God forbid, and how to turn all kinds of sorrow and sighing into joy.
We especially can do this, since we have a good strong foundation with which to bring ourselves to joy and to encourage ourselves wherever we are and whatever we go through. For God gave us the merit of knowing about and drawing close to a light such as the Rebbe, or at any rate of not opposing him. Know and believe, my beloved son, that they are, these are not just words. You have to inspire yourself with this every hour of Nussi's letters. Year 2, letter number 465. With God's help, Tuesday, Akev, 5604, Cherin. Warm greetings to my dear son. May his light shine, along with all his family and children may they live. Life, blessing, and all good. I arrived here safely on Wednesday, Erev Tisha B'Av. I cried on Tisha B'Av, and by his compassion, I merited to rejoice on Shabbat Nachamu, the Shabbat of Consolation. For you, God, have helped us and consoled us. There is no time to write much at all at the moment, as the post is leaving soon. I received your letter last Sunday, and I was pleased. I was quite irritated, though, that you did not write me individual greetings from my son, Reb David Svi, may his light shine, because I heard in Uma that he was not well. Thus, I was anxiously waiting to receive a letter from him in his own hand, or at least to hear from you about his health, and whether he had recovered his strength. I am extremely pained about this right now, and I am waiting to hear good news about him. Salvation is in God's hands. The words of your father, who is extremely busy, it is already close to noon, and I have not yet put on my Rabbeinu Tam to fill in. I hope in God's salvation that everything will be for the best. Nasan of Breslov. HaTzadikim. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim. Kaf. Kadi. Rav Kohen. Achiv shel Rabbi Chia bar Abba. Rabbi Kohen. Rav Kohen bar Avun. Rav Kahana Kama. Rav Kahana Sheni. Some say there were three. Rav Kahana bar Nechunya. Shama'i de Rav Yehuda, Rav Kahana bar Rav Nechemia, Rav Kahana bar Rav Chinuna Sava, Rav Kahana Chamua de Rav Mesharshia, Rav Kahana bar Tachlifa, Rav Kahana bar Malkio, Rav Kahana Rabbe de Rav, Rav Kahana bar Rav Natan, Rav Kahana bar Yirmiya, Rav Kahana Achuha de Rav Yehuda bar Kapara, Rabbi Kruspedai, there were two. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim Lamed. Luda, Rabbi Levitai, Levi Hasrad, Levi Stam, Levi Barsisi, Bar Liva, Rabbi Levi Sava, Rabbi Levi Suchia, Levi Bar Shmuel, Rabbi Levi Bar Shmuel Bar Nachmani, Levi Barbudi or Ben Biryai, Levi Barbuta, Rav Levi Bar Lachma or Bar Chama, Levi Barhuna Bar Rabichia, Rabbi Levi Ben Parta, Rabbi Levi ben Paneti or Barpati, Rabbi Levi ben Pitom, Rav Levi bar Rabbi Tarfon, Levi bar Chaita, Rabbi Levi bar Chia, Rabbi Levi bereid Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Levi Tzanbaria, Rabbi Levi bar Yaakov, Rabbi Levi bar Rebbe, Levi bar Tavri, Levi bar Yitzchak, Rav Levi bar Hine, Rav Levi bar Berachia, Rav Levitas Ishyavne, Rabbi Levitas Chozoa, Rabbi Luliani bar Tabri, Lulianus Chavero shel Papos the Martyr, Rav Lulianus de Romi, Bar Lulita, Rav Livanti, Lachma bar Levai, Rav Lea, Lili Barmani or Barmamal, Rabbi Leil Rav Nassim's Prayers 2, 
Prayer number 40 on Lakutei Maharan 2, 81. You are the master of joy and contentment. Might and gladness are in your place, and there is no sadness in your presence at all. In your vast compassion, help me and save me, so that I will constantly gladden myself. Teach me how to be spiritually aware. Give me advice that will help me always overcome and surmount grief, mourning, and sadness, removing them from me and my environment, and not allowing them in to grasp or touch me at all, heaven forbid. May I grow so absolutely strong, so that I will constantly draw joy and gladness to myself. May I rejoice and exult in you, in your great salvation, in your many profound wonders, and in the kindnesses that you have performed and that you will perform on my behalf. In your wondrous kindness you made me a child of Israel, your holy nation. You gave us a Torah of truth, and you planted eternal life in our midst. Portions have fallen to me in pleasant places. Indeed, the inheritance pleases me. In your vast compassion, help me constantly grow stronger and strengthen myself, always drawing this great and wondrous joy onto myself. May I strengthen myself with so much joy that the happiness will reach my feet and I will dance out of joy. In particular, on the Shabbat and festivals of Hashem, the holy convocations, and on Hanukkah, Purim, and other such joyful occasions, help me always gladden myself with all my might, so I will dance exuberantly out of joy. May I learn Torah and perform all of the mitzvot with so much joy that the happiness will reach my feet and I will lift them up. A blessing for those who support Torah. As a result of my dancing, compassionately elevate and maintain all those who financially support people who learn Torah, all those supporters of truth who sponsor people to learn Torah, giving them the good gifts of their hands. Hashem, please help them by showering them with everything good, wealth, honor, life, children and grandchildren. May their offspring be as many as the sand of the sea. Bless all the work of their hands, and may they succeed in everything that they do. Help them and constantly raise them higher and higher. Strengthen their hearts, so they will always generously sustain those who truly learn Torah. Fill their hands with the blessing of Hashem, so they will be able to thoroughly support those who learn Torah, fulfilling all of their needs and giving them everything they lack so that they will learn Torah and engage in the service of God for its own sake always, with ease, without any discomfiture or distraction related to income whatsoever. Gaining Joy You who are filled with compassion, help me and save me, so that I will always be joyful. Teach me the ways of your true counsel at all times. Make me aware, strengthen me, and bolster me at every moment, so that I will be inspired to rejoice. May I always be aware of the awesome and elevated goodness that you perform with every Jew, and in particular with me, at every moment, evening, morning, and afternoon, from my beginning until this day. May I appreciate your limitless wonders and goodness that I know about, whether close or far away, and your wonders and goodness that are hidden and concealed from me. At every moment you alone perform awesome wonders, miracles, and eternal favors on my behalf, in order to give me life and sustain me with the holiness of Israel forever. There is no greater goodness and joy than this. 
that every Jew, even the least of the least, such as myself, can attain a number of good points every day, keeping the mitzvot of the Creator, which are our life and the length of our days forever and ever. How fortunate are we! How good is our portion! How pleasant our destiny! And how lovely our inheritance! Help us recognize and believe in your unceasing kindnesses, wonders, and great goodness. May I always gladden myself in this way. Open my heart and my awareness. Illumine my mind's eye. Direct me and teach me at every moment all of the ways and pieces of advice with which I can gladden myself so that I will always be joyful. May I dance a great deal out of joy at all times, raising all of the levels that are called feet to the level of the heart of wisdom so that we will acquire a heart of wisdom. As a result, may all judgments regarding us and the entire Jewish people be sweetened. Joy and Dancing By means of joy and dancing, may I rectify the blemish of evil speech with which I caused damage before you from my beginning until this day. In particular, by means of joy and dancing, may I raise and rectify the blemish of evil words of gossip and slander. Guard me and rescue me from now on from speaking any evil words in particular, gossip and slander. May I sanctify my words greatly, with ultimate perfection. Guard me and rescue me from any blemish in my faith. Help me raise and rectify all blemishes of faith by means of holy joy and dancing. From now on, may I truly attain complete, proper faith, with ultimate perfection, in accordance with your good will. Elevate me in regard to money and wealth as well. Pour a great deal of money and wealth of holiness onto me, so that I will engage in learning your Torah and serve you without any trouble or disruptions. May I give charity generously and support those who truly learn Torah and serve you. Master of the world, you know our present scarcity of income when the strength of the porter has collapsed. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. Compassionately fulfill our requests for the good. Help us always be joyful until we will dance in holiness and raise all of the levels of the feet up to supernal holiness. May we draw abundance, a good income, and great wealth with holiness and purity onto ourselves, our offspring, and your entire nation, the house of Israel, and in particular, onto all those who support the ones who learn Torah. Help all of those who have no living children to serve you and fear you. Draw a blessing and a good life unto all our children and offspring.